Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 61 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. This is actually going to be our last podcast of 2020. It has been an awesome, crazy, ridiculous, really unusual year, but I'm glad we were able to maintain some consistency on the podcast week after week, and a lot of that thanks goes to the awesome guy on the other side of this camera, Mr. Cash. Hey, pull my mic into view here. You just hit yourself in the face with your microphone. That's why it's got that big cushy thing on the top. (laughs) No, it really, it has been an interesting year. Do you realize the last time we recorded live in person face to face was like the the second week of March? It's really been that long. I know. So we basically from like episode 30 something until now, it has been all virtual all the time. So I do appreciate you taking the time each week to record me. And My we've pleasure. added video. So we've yes. done all sorts of things, you know? Mm, wait till you come over here. It's changed a lot. There's a lot mm-hmm. happening over her. You want to keep yeah. things consistent with the show? I'm going to just get it started and say, no, I didn't do the darn assessment. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do any of the assessments. Okay, good job. Oh my goodness. We are going to have to though, at the beginning of the year on my agenda is to finish up all of my certifications for the disc certification. So I got to get you to do yours. Cause then I have to evaluate you live on our show. So we'll get that figured out. But in the meantime, New Year's we resolution. Gonna, New Year's resolution. We can talk about the whole resolution thing just briefly. I will say I am a much bigger fan of creating a goal or a phrase or a word or some sort of a guiding force for your year and for your relationship than I am the whole resolution thing. Resolutions are not bad. They are not evil, but they do sometimes set up unrealistic expectations. And a lot of people get discouraged if they can't uphold the resolution at the very beginning of the year. So just keep that in mind. We'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to it. But yes. And you got to tell me what your word for 2021 is so I can make you another token to go on your little keychain. So, oh, I get to pick a new one? Yeah, if you want to. You don't have to. You can decide Ooh, okay. if you want yeah, to keep Yeah, yeah, I have to think about I that. personally pick a new one from year to year. And I also pick one relationally that, that we use. And so if you want to pick a new one, go for it. If you want to keep that one, knock it out. It's all good. There's no right or wrong here. No, I think that transcend is something I always wish to do throughout the remainder of my life, but I feel I have some other uh, things that I'm focused on and trying to do and want to improve upon within myself. So I'm going to think about that. Okay. You have to think about that. And then you can let me know when we do our first show of the new year and I can get you a little token to put on your keychain. So anyway, speaking of words or phrases, this one requires a little bit of backstory. So when we got married a couple of weeks ago, I, I sort of created some suspense, not intentionally, on the um, the Book of Faces as well as other social media platforms. Because so there was this little um, heart made of sand. It was like a sculpture that this lady could come in and, you know, engrave something in it. And we decided to have a hashtag that we use in our relationship engraved in it. And the hashtag is just the capital letters SFT. And for whatever reason, people really got curious about what SFT means. Now, I know you're not on Facebook a lot, so I'm curious what you think. As a relationship therapist, what do you think SFT stands for? S? Yes. As in, uh, (laughs) I'm afraid, I'm going to spell it because I don't want to say the word. Oh, boy. Okay. S-E-X. 
No, there it's not set. No. Okay. What was the other letter? S F as in Frank, T as in Tom. So S F T. Three capital letters. It's just like uh, it stands for something. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, mm, but you did. okay. Well, I'll explain it because I don't want to keep people in too much suspense. But I will say that the way that this all came about is we have these kind of hashtags and words and phrases that we use in our relationship, and the SFT was sort of born out of that. It really stands for same fucking team. That's all it stands. Oh, for. I didn't think we could curse on this show. Well, we are we, we are a podcast, not on the radio. So in this case, we're going to a little bit. I don't want to offend people, but it, it is important because there's also some backstory to how this was created. So about, I don't know, a decade ago, I started using a concept with my clients in private practice, the idea of creating a same team mentality, letting people have the idea that you're in this together rather than being opposing and against each other there actually should be some overlap and some feelings that you're connected and in this together. So that developed the concept of the same team. And actually in my relationship workshop that's going to relaunch in January, there's a whole module on everything that goes into creating the same team mentality. Well, I guess going back like three Christmases ago now, I actually had, you know, those little tokens I was telling you about. I made one that says same team and I gave it to her for like a, a gift, just kind of like a cute little, hey, this is our thing. And we have it sitting on our dresser in the bedroom and it's just been like a guiding force. Well, when we got engaged, we took it to like the next level. And so that's when it went from same team to same fucking team, right? So it became this just like little funny thing. And we would sort of say it to each other. We'd write it in notes to one another, whatever. And it became a hashtag that we used. So that was actually our wedding hashtag. But what happened was everybody wanted to know what it meant. A lot of people were like, I looked it up online. I can't find anything about it. What the heck does this mean? You've got to explain it. And I unintentionally created a lot of suspense. So I went live over there on, on Facebook and I talked about it and I gave some examples. And since then, I have been blown away by the number of people that have reached out to tell me how it resonated with them or to tell me their own SFT story, like how it shows up in their life. Because really at the core of what this is, it just means that your relationship is a soft place to fall. It is possible for the relationship to be strong enough and soft at the same time. So strong enough to allow both people to show up with the full range of their emotions, to not feel like they have to hide who they are, to be very authentic, and also to feel like they are on the same team, that they're not against each other and they have to reset and ground themselves. What we're really describing is what's known as a pattern interrupt. So let's say that I'm working with a couple and they struggle because they start to talking about something that's really important to them and it spirals into an argument. And then before you know it, no one's listening to the other one. They're just throwing anger back and forth and nothing's actually getting accomplished. A pattern interrupt is something to slow down that process to allow you to sort of reset. Sometimes it's saying a word or a phrase to each other. Sometimes it's allowing, you know, laughter to take over or sometimes it's taking a step back and being like, okay, we need a minute. We need to reset. We don't need to do this. Sometimes it's engaging in a 20 second hug to sort of reset the connection within the relationship. There's lots of ways that it can show up. So in my relationship, anytime we misunderstand each other or one of us has a tone that the other one doesn't understand or feels bad about, or maybe we, you know, miss the mark somehow. If we find ourselves getting really worked up, one of us will just kind of look at the other one and go, okay, remember, SFT, we're in this together. It's okay. Let's reset. Let's try that again. Let's get back on track. 
So the concept is really simple in theory, not necessarily super easy to create and maintain. It takes work and it takes consistency, but it is possible. And so that's what SFT stands for and this whole concept of creating a same team mentality. And I've really been touched by the number of people that have resonated with this, that have reached out to tell me their their same team story. And I have people like, you know, writing posts on Facebook and then using the hashtag and tagging me in it, which I think is awesome. It's like I'm, I'm this constant influx of people letting me know that it, you know, touched a nerve, like in a good way with them. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, SFT. I'm like, all right, where are the buzzwords? Communication. I don't see that in there unless, like, she's pronouncing her uh, S's and C's mispronouncing. I don't yeah. know. But I found trust and friendship, and I'm like, I don't know. But, yeah, I guess it's like a relationship safe word, huh? Kind of. I like that. Yes, just the idea. And and every relationship gets to figure out what this looks like for them. Now, if you want to use mine, go ahead. Use SFT. If that works for you and that resets things in your relationship dynamic, then I say go for it. But you need to put some thought around what does it mean for our individual relationship that we are SFT? What is that? And it takes a little bit of practice in figuring out, but it really is possible. And it's been a lot of fun to sort of create these guidelines of what it means to create a same team mentality in your relationship. But I feel like at the core of everything, you know, we talk about communication, we talk about the importance of comprehending that communication. This is sort of the embodiment of all of the good stuff, you know, allowing everything to show up and and not continuing to just spiral on the negative. If all you do is talk about problems and argue and fight, it's going to feel like you have a very problemed relationship. But if you can find ways to reset anytime it feels like an overwhelming kind of emotion that just needs to sort of take a pause, take a deep breath, come back to the, the situation and look at it with a fresh kind of viewpoint, that's what we're talking about right now. Yeah, you were talking about the patterns. It's real easy to get stuck in those bad patterns. And uh, that sounds like a very good way to kind of like you said, interrupt it and reset it because um, you get into good patterns too. And like you said, you, people don't talk about those a lot. And I have, since you brought it up, it's no, I've noticed like with my current relationship, we do that quite a bit. We compliment each other and talk about how the things uh, that we would normally not do well with our past relationships, we've corrected and kind of are doing much better with now, like communication. And just the other day saying how it's nice to have a conversation with an adult and we don't freak out and lose your cool and we just mm-hmm. kind of take a, a step back for a second when there's anything and we usually seem to find a resolution pretty quickly that makes sense absolutely it does and that's exactly what i mean so from this kind of framework we could say that is what your sft looks like and it's that idea that you have each other's back that you're not looking for problems that you're not looking to catch them making a mistake you're not trying to find a reason to you know fault them for something or to you know belittle them in some way and i think as relationships grow and develop sometimes that concept gets lost Because anytime we go through a long-term commitment, there are going to be elements where maybe our needs aren't met all the time. You know, the love languages that we talked about, maybe those aren't being met the way you want them to be. Then that leads into feeling like anger, frustration, and resentment is just building beneath the surface and bubbling to the top. That's also not going to feel really good. So then when we get into the apology languages, trying to reset things is a good thing to do. But when we talk about actually changing the behavior and allowing things to go from one place to the next, 
that's what we're talking about. What does it look like to create a same team as SFT mentality in your relationship? And it's really just that simple. Even though it might take a little bit of work to figure out for each individual person, it is possible. And I'm here to tell you that it is. I'm going to have to say that for most of my past relationships that my little acronym thingy was AFR, anger, frustration, and resentment. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So we want to go from AFR to SFT. I like that. And if anger, resentment, and frustration is what's showing up all the time, then it's probably going to feel like an angry, resentful, resentful, frustrated relationship. If instead you start shifting that focus and looking at the good stuff that is there and learning how to reset, it is a possibility. It really is. And we're going to have to keep talking about this because honestly, just one episode to talk about SFT is probably not enough. So we're going to have to keep it going and we will, but it's, it's definitely been interesting to sort of develop this idea and share it with people as a way to, to give them tools to get that relationship of their dreams. Cause it really is possible. Yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, man, it, it's hard work and it's ugly work sometimes to look at yourself and, and see things that need improving. But once you begin on that journey, man, it becomes easier and easier. And then You stop looking for me personally at all the bad things and the negative side of all the things I'm trying to prove. And I do start to notice the improvements and see the good things that I'm trying to accomplish. I like that. Yes. It's like the continual effort and, and the consistency is where you're going to, you know, build to. And so I like that you're able to kind of see that showing up. That's really awesome. I really do find it amazing and kind of awesome that you take the things we talk about and you actually apply them to your life. I don't know. I feel like that's like the best compliment ever. So that's kind of cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. It has really helped me to manipulate people. I appreciate it. No, no, it's not. Mr. Cash. You better watch it. I don't. I, we don't have enough time to go into all of that right now. It is not about manipulation. It is about setting up a relationship of success. You can you find over there. You can find me on the Instagrams at rcash comedy. Comedy. Okay, that's where you find Randy. If you do want to follow along with any of the things I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. All the info can be found there. I'm making lots of website updates, so hopefully I'll have more on there, even even more on there very soon. You can find and connect with me on social media platforms. On Facebook, I am Lindsay Walden Consulting. On Instagram, it's This Is Lindsay Walden. On Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. And on TikTok, it's at This Is Lindsay Walden. So I do hope you will connect with me in some of those areas. In addition to that, I wish you a very happy holidays. I wish you a very happy new year. I can't wait to see what 2021 brings. And all the while, I do hope you continue living your best life and building that relationship of your dreams. Thanks so much for following along this year. And we will be back in the new year with more.